Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design, with your hosts, Glyn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome back to He Shoots, He Draws. This is episode 98. We're getting so close to 100, but it's me, Dave. You mem- Do you remember He Shoots, He Draws? It used to say He Shoots, He Draws with Glyn Dewis. <laughs> so I'm Dave trying Clayton. not to laugh. I am here. I am Glenn? here. Glyn, is that <laughs> is that you? <laughs> I know it's been a long time, and you're only being brave because you're on the internet, not sat in front of me. Yeah, I'm a, key- <laughs> I'm a keyboard warrior. <laughs> oh, yeah, keyboard yeah, no, warrior. I don't. I don't need to contact Glyn for a Ouija board or any kind of. He's back. He's been away. He's been busy. Yeah. He's been a busy little boy. He's been all over the place. Yeah, and we'll talk but, about busyness. Yeah, a bit. But it's good to have you back, mate. Because it's, it's good to be back. I was. I didn't know if we were definitely recording tonight. And earlier on, when I'd got back from the museum, I was sat on the sofa and I, I literally was falling asleep. And it was only early. I'm thinking, what's wrong with me? eight o'clock and i'm starting to fall asleep and then i thought no i've got to check with dave i've not heard anything i'll message him and now you've messaged back and i'm here and i'm awake again now good which is good thank you for taking the time (laughs) (laughs) thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule (laughs) but no it's good to have you back mate because it's been a while since we and and we've just so that everyone listening is where we're recording at the moment it's half past nine on a saturday night we actually started this conversation about half past eight we've had to yeah well yeah yeah. quarter past eight something like that quarter past eight so we've had to get a lot of stuff out of our system so that we don't talk about it we are going to talk about it but we had to get some very specific stuff out We've got to be us. careful that this doesn't, in a way, become like the very first few episodes we ever put out. Yeah. You know, the, gr- the grumpy old men episodes. But I think there's going to be a bit of that. Yeah. I think this episode's going to be called, Uh-oh, Glyn and Dave are back. <laughs> <laughs> because what's, what's, so what's interesting, the backstory to this is we, we talk a lot about um, human behaviour. I'm fascinated by it, by the way people are and react. And, and I've got this thing in my head where I, I hear th- I hear things that become repetitive so like we stop our kids from talking in questions and I hear people do it and it winds me up because they'll say I'm going to the shops it's like what are you asking me or telling me Mm. but you start to see this human behavior has now become like a social media behavior and Glenn and I were talking about some stuff we'd seen on our personal channels stuff that's been going on catching up because I've really like not spoken to Glenn for about two or three weeks Mm -hmm. and one of the things that Glenn's done that I know is he kind of shut down some of his social media for the day-to-day. So basically, the people he knows, he kind of blocked out and went and joined some groups just to see what's going on in other parts of the industry. And what was apparent that Glenn sort of highlighted to me was the fact that this isn't just the people we know that do this, or people, let's say people we know, people we follow, this is a widespread thing. This, this is, is, a, this it's is like, an epidemic. It's like an epidemic, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to chat about that a little bit. Uh, but we're just going to sort of tonight, it's just going to be me and Glenn chat and we're going to try not to edit it. We are going to try and police a little bit of what we say because... This literally is a catch-up yeah. that we haven't had for a while. So we're going to have a catch-up now and you folks, you just happen to be earwigging in the bar while we're chatting. Yeah, so before we start... We're going to get all the nice bits out of the way, all the friendly little admin bits. So as we said, this is episode 98. We've got a really cool interview coming up next week, and which means the episode might be a day late, but I think it'll be worth it. Uh, it's to do with our childhood. It's to do with something very mm. specific in our childhood that that affected me a lot as, as what made me a graphic designer. But it's something that a lot of you, anybody who's over 40... I think we'll be interested in this. It's Definitely. a kind of design-led episode, but I'm really, really excited that I've got this guest because it is mm. it's someone I've wanted to speak to. Then, so that'll be episode 99, and then we're going to do episode 100 for December the 23rd. So we're going to finish wow. this year with a 100th episode. Wow. Which that's, is just... That's almost like it was planned. I know. I know. <laughs> I've been, and while you've been away, I've been trying to make out make the episodes come out because I wanted to hit that target of a hundred. Because yeah, yeah. we're going to take the whole of Christmas off. We're going to come back in the new year, a date to be confirmed, but it'll be early January. Um, and we're going to look at the format of the podcast and maybe look at the frequency and just see if maybe we do three a month rather than it weekly because. Yep. There is a lot going on next year. We're both going to be travelling, doing events. You're getting busy with the project and the fundraising. So 
that will be going on so we're thinking yeah. we might just drop a week out every month and then if i if either of us do get a, an opportunity to speak to a really good guest on the go mm-hmm. we've always got a spare week we can throw one in as Definitely, a bonus yeah. but if yeah. not it just gives us a bit of breathing space we'll have to have a bit of a podcast business meeting at that curry place you said is really good near you yes in swindon that's a good it's excuse called, for that curry yeah and and we've also got to celebrate something glenn i've got happy dave well glenn (laughs) (laughs) i've i've got a a little gift here for you and it's something that you've done for me three times and i get to return the favor i've got a sign isn't it it's my book i've got i got my copies i I got my original preview copy signed yeah who signed it uh i don't know just found (laughs) just found someone famous (laughs) but um yeah my copy came through my preview copy and then i know a couple had gone to uh rocky nook had got some they sent me one and a couple went to kelby one as well because obviously it's part their title yeah yeah um and then they said i'll probably get my my number because we each with rocky nook you get a bunch of books as like for the author to give to friends and family yeah um, even though someone did message me who I've never met on Instagram and just went, hello, Dave, can you send me a book for free? I said, no. serious? Yeah. <laughs> and so so I got I got my 25 copies like, mm. a week after. And then I've had a message this week from someone in the UK saying, I've just had a dispatch notice that your book's on the way. So, wow. So I think um, Amazon.com, I think, tomorrow or no the 10th i think the 10th it's officially available in stock brilliant and um, barnes and noble and it's on uh oh it's loads of places i was surprised in places it is but we got to go and celebrate that because you are an author now dave we're, we're both authors mate <laughs> we're, we're podcasters we're speakers instructors yeah. we're authors we've known each other nine years but 100 percent, we are not vloggers we're not vloggers. I never will be. Nor are we suffering from imposter syndrome. <laughs> no. But we're so busy, busy, busy. But we'll come to that in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, another quick thing is, uh, while, while you've been away, I've actually been on a couple of podcasts, which were quite good fun. Uh, one was called The Quickie Podcast, which was... Uh, <laughs> it, it is really. It's a guy called Dave Hopkins. He does a 30-minute interview. And it's kind of the same questions, but they're really good questions. And it mm-hmm. went into two parts. So... If um, go and have a look at that one if you like design stuff because he's got some really great guests on. Uh, what else have we got? So we've got the hundredth episode coming up. We are going to do some little giveaways, but we're we're not going to go as as hard as we did last year because the postage cost us an absolute fortune. Yeah. <laughs> so I am going to be giving away a copy of my book. Um, got a copy of uh, Glyn's book um and we've got a couple of other little bits but it's not going to be massive but we are going to what we'll probably do is rather than send like a one big bundle out to someone we'll probably do maybe five little gifts and i've also got a brand new tutorial full length which i've been working on for quite a while now that will be released early new year oh nice so the winner can have a copy of that as well that would be good so yeah come back for episode 100 because we'll have a few bits and pieces we're going to talk about the 100 we're going to talk about our our 100 episodes and our favorite moments and things we've learned and some of the stuff outtakes yeah a few outtakes (laughs) (laughs) there is there is still a lost episode out there there is it's the dickie pelham one from from when we didn't win the world cup Mm. um and another little thing that happened while you've been away was i ended up being this is a tick list this was a i never thought i'd do this because i'm not a photographer i got to be joe mcnally's assistant oh i saw you did that at didcot at didcot mate it was so good so I must good. admit, when Joe posted that he was going to Didcot, I did think, oh, not far from you. Yeah. Although me and you have been around there quite a few times. There's nowhere to eat in Didcot. I, know. <laughs> it's, I think it's barren. It's, it's a desert. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so I messaged Joe and just said, look, I know you're in town, but I know you're working. Um, I'm up the road. I'm a 15-minute way on the train. Just fancy a coffee. And he came back. He said, oh, uh, the timings mean by the time he gets to Didcot, he's, he's working straight away and setting stuff up, step up stuff up um and i said look no no worries you come over quite a lot i'll catch you another time have a great workshop and then he came back and said annie's fallen ill uh while they're in london and quite you know quite poorly not not well enough to stand outside in the cold for four or five hours doing this oh, workshop right. he said would you be available and i was like well i'm working but i finish at five i can get over to you by half five so we did i went over there and 
I, I did warn him. I sent him a message saying, if you go asking me for a flugelhorn, flugelhorn flange and I end up giving you a sprocket spanner, it's because I know nothing about photography. Yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah. really good fun. I met a couple of nice people from Lasterlight. Uh, Hannah, right, okay. uh, Hannah and I can't remember the other guy's name. And also met Neil Freeman from Nikon School, mm-hmm. who was a lovely fella. Um, and... Oh, who was the guy? I should have written his name down. There was two of them. Richie, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, really nice guys. So they were there helping out, and they we had this really good um, uh, reenactment guy. Great was, photos. The guy oh, on the train the, platform, yeah, the smoke, yeah. and it looked fantastic. It was really, really, it was cold, but it was a really good evening. Lovely to see Joe. So that was yeah, quite yeah, nice. Yeah. That was a little, t- you know, I've, I've assisted Joe McNally, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah. not even a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> nice but it one. did. what it did make me think is going and we'll talk about this in the 100th episode more but beginning of the year i was i was going to be learning photography again i was going to take your headshot yeah and it just this year turned on its head a little bit because the book really took over and work's been really busy and that sounds like an excuse but all it means is i'm just going to try next year exactly yeah um so this, is, this am, is kind of like that landscape project that I kind of set myself up for that I still get people saying, what happened to your landscape project? It's like, just because I haven't done it now, you know, and surely you can tell I've been doing stuff. It's not like I've been sat back with a bag of chips watching EastEnders yeah. every single night of the week. I have been doing stuff. It's still there to be done just like you can do your stuff. Exactly. I'm not a big one on New Year's resolutions. I just no. think... Just do if you want to do something, set a goal and try and achieve it. Don't yep. worry if you don't, because you know there's still time. I'd rather do it when I can rather than chew on it in and feel like oh god, I said. Hey do Dave, that, I do hey it. Dave, if you aim for the moon and miss, you're still amongst the stars. Oh well, man. <laughs> hey, and, and and other rubbish sayings. Do, oh, do you know what gets me about that one? Here's the first. Here's the first one of the night. On. You know when people type, "I love you to the moon and back." Yeah. I'm like, really? We're on Earth. That's as far as you got. You got to the first thing in the sky, yeah. to the moon and back. The moon's the closest thing. You could have at least gone to, I love you to Mars and But back. where did that even come from? I love you to the I, moon I, and back. I don't back. know, but it's like, I feel that's quite a lazy trip. That's like, I love you to, I love you to um, Lidl and back. <laughs> 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 All right, you're not yeah. going to say I love you to Uranus and back, but... <laughs> <laughs> but even you could even now they've reclassified Pluto as a planet. You could say I love you to Pluto and back. But Moon, if you give it, if you're telling someone you love them to the Moon and back, you're lazy. That love's not real. It's just so cheesy. My opinion. <laughs> it's just so cheesy. But that's just my opinion. Yes. Hmm. But yeah. uh, what, what, were you, what were you saying? What was I saying? I don't know. You said you're talking about a hundredth episode, and that's what we'll cover. And blah. blah, blah. But yeah. listen, if we've lost track. What are we going to talk about today? What do you want to talk about? Right. Because we do need a catch-up. This is a genuine catch-up. So I wanted to talk a a thing about we'd been discussing off-air where you'd been away. You kind of took a little bit of time away. But you had made a conscious effort to not not see what your friends are doing, but you were looking in groups to see. Yeah, I I mainly... I've been away, Philippines, which was, uh, you know, a long way away. Um, and I kind of thought, right, while I'm away, I'm doing five days of teaching, five days of kind of like R&R, a bit of rest and what have you. And I thought, right, while I'm going away, I am not going to be posting on social media. I, or I just thought, no, I can't be doing it. I've got to have some time out because I need to. Other things to think about. And uh, like I said, I, I mainly concentrated then while I was away. Rather than posting, every now and again, I would just look at what groups I belong to that are kind of like they're involved in they are kind of groups about things i'm interested in yeah. as opposed to just scrolling through the utter drivel that is social media so i would knew i was going to see quality stuff because i'm going to particular interest groups that i've got i follow so i did that and uh, it made i'll be honest with you it made social media good it really did. It thought, I thought, now this is what social media is all about. Just seeing stuff that you're interested in and interacting and what have you. It was really, really good. However, when I did accidentally slip into the kind of brain dead scrolling with my index finger up through the screen on the normal news feed on places like Facebook, I've got to be honest with you, mate, having had a break from it, mm. 
it's almost like you look at it with fresh eyes again and you just realize what utter and this is i know this is a sweeping statement and this isn't yeah. aimed at anyone particular this is social media the utter drivel that is posted absolute drivel rubbish there's obviously some nice stuff on there people posting pictures of their family and places they're going and and that's what social media is all about the kind of stuff you would discuss if you were with that person oh look where i went this is what i did oh here's a joke i've got oh, i heard this joke that kind of stuff but the drivel i'm talking about is people posting stuff clearly because they feel they need to do a post and it is absolute rubbish I mean, just complete rubbish. I mean, I saw one. It was like some bloke saying, oh, it's Sunday, Sunday lunch. I'm not hungry. Cool, I bet you think I'm ill. What? What are you yeah. on about? Do you know what I mean? And, and all, all these, just, I, I, if I say any particulars, it will narrow it down to certain people. But I've got to say, mate, it's just full of noise. As Zach Arias once said, it's just full of white noise. It yeah. really, really is. My so one that, is that's why I went to groups. The one I get is, uh, sorry I've not been on social media for a couple of days. Don't be sorry. No, do you know what? I really don't care if you're not on social media for a week because if I, if I was genuinely worried about you, I'd fire you a text and say, everything but all right, mate? Exactly. I was away. I think I didn't be on social media for, I think, 12 days. And... When I got back from the Philippines, apart from wanting to spend time with Anne and get over some jet lag, I never once thought about posting, hey guys, sorry I've not posted for a while. But I just it never entered my mind and I can never understand it why people do that, that they think they are so important that people are bothered that they haven't posted something on social media. But, you know, maybe it's just me, but I never got anybody saying, hey, you okay? I've not seen yeah. a post for a while. Do you know what Even I, mean? I didn't. <laughs> no, no, because you think, oh, you're having a break. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, but I it's knew not... where you were. I knew what you were. I knew you you were away. I knew you were working. I knew you had stuff going on. And I sent you a couple of messages. But at no point, you know, I mean, obviously, the, your portrait project was quieter because you weren't working on it because mm-hmm. you were doing different work. Yeah. But. It was okay because then it was what. What's nice is when it. You know, you came. You came back and you mentioned the thing about the skydive. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But you, it was just like an update of what you know the, the back on the project. But did you get a hundred emails from people going, "You haven't posted a picture today. Where are you? We're okay. Is everything all no, right? Oh my god, all. my day's ruined. I've been scrolling through thing, and you're not there." Exactly. But this is the thing, mate. Social media. That there is this thing that people seem to feel that they need to post every single day, no matter what it is. There is no filter. It just just posts something, you know. And I did see a lot of. There were a lot of those favorite color. Mine's blue. What's yours? Go. Go. Yeah, and, and and just you know, I'm sitting here doing this. Oh, oh, another thing I saw a load of people telling me how busy they were. And I know we've <laughs> talked about this on social media before, but how how can you be on social media telling me how busy you are? That is a complete and utter. That's a, that's a joke in itself. Clearly, you're not busy because you're on social media telling me how busy you are. Yeah. You on know, social you, media instead social of spending media. time doing the things you're missing out from doing because uh, yeah, you're so it's, busy. It's kind of like people seem to think, right, I, I haven't posted, you know, I am a photographer or I'm a designer. I know I've not posted anything to prove that, I think maybe ever, but I need to tell you, oh God, I'm so busy. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I said to someone yesterday, this whole, I'm so busy, I'm, 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 uh, I'm busier than you because I'm working 22 hours a day. And and I just thought, if, and I've said this before, if I was a client and I thought for one minute you were working on my project that I'm paying you top dollar at three o'clock in the morning, I tell you what, impressed is not a word I'll be thinking. No, not at all. I'll be thinking, thinking, who got three o'clock in the afternoon? I want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, I want you refreshed, coffee on your table, bright, your mind's going. Three o'clock in the morning, you're clock watching because you're like, oh my God, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning, wife's in bed, kid, oh God, kid's going to be up in two hours. It just seems to to be something, mate, where people seem to tell you how, yeah, exactly. But it seems to be the latest thing is to impress people, I need to tell you 
oh my god, I am so so busy. Do you know what I mean? My my thoughts are, and I did see a lot of this. People say, I'm, I've got this, I'm doing that, and then I'm doing this, and I'm going there. Oh my god, oh my god, I'm so busy. I'm going to be pulling a late one tonight. Well, first things that come to my mind are, well, number one, you're pretty bad at time management. You know, yep. I don't, I do not believe for one second you've got clients that demand you to be working twenty three hours and fifty nine minutes of the day. Utter, utter rubbish. Yeah. Okay, and you know you can say that because you can't post it, can you? Because you can't put it on social media because it's client work, so you can say what you want. You can't, we can't say we can't say it's true or it's not because we don't see the results of all this hard work. Yeah, but also I think you need to look at your business model because if you're having to work that much time constantly, and if you don't do that much work constantly, you're not going to earn. You need to get a better business model. Yeah, it's not it's not rocket science. I know there's an element of like I, because we see it because it's very um, behavioural pattern it, where some of it is one person sees it and it's kind of domino effect so everyone else posts it and I know there are people out there who struggling for cash who yeah. are taking on extra work because you know Christmas is coming they are pulling long days and the odd long day is fine we've all done it we've all oh if I if I just work till two o'clock in the morning and get all that done but this is what I've done. Okay, I've got this this job to do and that job to do. Do you know what? On Monday and Tuesday, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up at six, seven, start working. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna finish yeah. about midnight, but I'm gonna have Wednesday and Thursday off. Yes. I'm gonna yeah. plough through it to get a couple of days off to to R and R, you know, just have a think, or maybe go and get some new client work. But the this the perpetual thing of I'm I'm the busiest. No, I'm the busiest. No, yeah, I'm right. the busiest. Yeah. It Do you remember the Harry Enfield sketch when he used to go, I'm considerably richer, richer than, than Yao. It's yeah. now I'm considerably busier than Yao. <laughs> That's what it's or, like now. Yeah, it's... A- uh, like I say, it's a sweeping statement. It's I've seen it a lot in groups. That's that's why I brought up the groups because it was interesting that that's where I've seen a lot of it. It's like a like we said, epidemic. It's infectious. One person does it, but the other thing I've seen as well, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an apology to those. Right, so the mental health thing. I'm not going to go down that route, but we all know people who suffer from mental health mm-hmm. for whatever whatever world they've been in and we're going to come to something you saw the starbucks story mm-hmm. yes mental health is really important and it's and what's great is we now live in a world where we can do something about it and it's mm-hmm. and we're more aware of it and we can talk to people we've got social media that's where it's good is we can contact are you, are you genuinely okay i'm worried about you what what i don't like and i know and i know when i say this that i've seen it it's because i know it's true is when people kind of latch onto it as a sympathy vote. Yeah. And it's, we all have a bad day. We all get anxious. We all get worried about money. You know, whether you've got kids or a job or whatever, we have anxiety. And anxiety can lead to bigger things. But when I see people kind of try and think, hmm, how how else can I get people to engage with me on social media? I know what. I won't say it's a mental health issue, but I will use it and and this is for the people who know they do it for the for those who genuinely suffer from mental health i i've i I have 100 percent support you and would help anybody however it may be however i can but when i see people use it as a as like an emotional crutch for social media in the same way the other one that i'm seeing a lot of at the moment is oh i think i'm suffering from imposter syndrome so, but it, it it literally feels like I'm just going to sit on social media, read a load of stuff on social media, and then I'm going to type, I'm suffering from imposter syndrome. And then, and you can almost see the eyes look down waiting for the, no, you're great, hun. You go for it. You're the yeah. best. You've got more talent. Yeah, yeah, I know it's a thing. I know it was invented in 1978. Apparently, a guy wrote a paper about it. And we all, we're, I mean, I'm a father. Jesus, when I had the two girls, I'd never been a parent before. You're the and all father of, sudden, of Jesus, did you say? Yeah, that? I'm the father, I'm God. But you become a dad with no experience. And all of a sudden, you've got this human breathing thing that you're responsible for. Mm. Okay. And and you you kind of, crap, can I do this? Yeah. Jesus, this, this, this kid's reliant on me. That's just, that's just, 
it's a learning curve mm. you know if if i if i quit everything tomorrow and decide to go and be a car mechanic but a self-employed car mechanic and i've not prepared for it I am an imposter because I've not prepared to be something, but I'm promoting myself as something to other people that Mm. they're going to trust in me and I'm not good enough. So, A, I'd be looking at, again, business model. Should I have gone out on my own on this? I've seen all the posts. I've seen the the gurus and the experts telling me, do this. Don't, Don't do things you hate. Don't worry about the money be this make a 10 a 10 slide carousel on instagram every day re-quoting other people and and changing a small quote and pretending you've said it because you're wise and oh i've done the carousel maybe i better do a podcast maybe i better do this maybe i better do that you're spreading yourself thinly for me imposter syndrome is the opposite imposter syndrome are these people out there these charlatans out there who are claiming to be something they're not and they know full well they're doing it and they're harming the people who are suffering Mm. because they're feeding them all this you should be doing that you should be doing this you should it's all these buzzwords bouncing around and these poor sods are sat at home thinking oh my god i'm not doing any of this oh Mm. god i shouldn't be doing this oh i'm an imposter Mm. i keep seeing this thing imposter syndrome maybe that's what i'm suffering from God, it's no wonder. It's no wonder people are struggling with yeah. mental health because and, they're and being force-fed. Yeah, and this is the danger of social media as well. Is I mean, going back just very briefly to the thing about people saying, "Oh my God, I'm so busy, I'm so busy," which people do not need to post that. Just get on with your work. Do you know what I mean? If you're so busy, just get the bloody work done. But you could have somebody who's on social media who isn't busy, who's a genuine person who wants to do the best they can. They're really good, but they're just not getting clients. But they keep seeing John Smith posting how busy he is. How does that person then feel thinking, oh, God, what's wrong with me? You can see how it happens, how people start to have that, oh, God, I'm not good at this. It's a proper seesaw. Unless you're posting stuff that is just genuine stuff, like there's a joke. Here's a place, you know, treating social media almost like your diary. Because, think, you know, Facebook, which is a pain in the butt, every now and again it gets like, here's your, a, year, a year ago, on this day you did this. So you can kind of use Facebook and those similar to Facebook as like your online diary. So you would want to post, here's me with my wife going to this place. Here's this, I went to this, I, I went there, did this, I did the other. Because it's great, it's like an online record for you, all right? But when people just post rubbish... Oh God. yeah, I love that. Th- I love that thing where um, <laughs> I see it sometimes. You, oh God, how do I? Mate, you, mate you're going to get people saying, but you don't need to follow them. All right, well I won't follow you then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you keep doing that. You're going to end. My my kind of like um, I don't know what you call it. My thermometer, if you like, for what's right to do on barometer, social media. barometer, not barometer. What am I talking about? You but stick that like, up, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you would you phone somebody up? to tell them what you're just posting if there was no social media would you phone them to tell them that when was the last time i rang you to tell you what i was just about to eat exactly and 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 send you a photograph of a meal and and i've seen some pictures of people posting the food they've made and i looked at it and god right it might be kind of artisan oh look i just made some da da i look at it and think shit i'd rather go hungry i wouldn't eat, i wouldn't eat that yeah. it's funny but you know that that's what we said. This social media kind of amuses, entertains, and annoys us. And it and it's what we tr- what we try to talk about on the podcast. This is our opinion. In fact, I am going to bring up. I I am going to mention something that happened last week. I wasn't going to, but this is how this whole how social media is. Put, this the com- email? Yeah. Right. Comp- I won't go too deep into it, but it, I just want to mention on. what somebody called. So. This is how social media can perpetuate a feeling of, you know, love and hatred. Mm-hmm. And while Glim was off air, I actually got a message through uh, to He Shoots, He Draws a Facebook page. And we generally get the odd message now and then saying, oh, I love what you did. Uh, oh, it's great you, you brought that to my attention. I've gone off and done it. Every once in a blue moon, you might get someone who says, yeah, I love the episode, but I didn't agree with that. But great work, lads. I got this one. I'm not going to read it verbatim because it, it, it goes on. But basically, we talked about the royal family in an episode. And, and I said, you know, I'm I'm a person who believes in the history. I love the history of our country. But as a, as a whole, 
I support the royal family as a monarchy. Mm. I like that our history is built on it. I like, and I like, the, I like the, the, the tradition. The tradition, the tourism. Yeah. I like all the, the stuff that comes with it. Now, obviously, there's stuff in the news at the moment about one particular royal. We're not going to discuss that. But, no, it's not good. And anything that's, that bad is going to come from that, that person will be answerable for it. Um, but this guy had remembered that episode, seen the news about the royal... Uh, what was been going around in the news and basically sent me a message saying oh i remember in that episode you said you like the royal family well you're basically supporting perverts and pedophiles and you're morally corrupt you are scum mm-hmm. that was the message i got yeah now i'm pretty good with messages and anyone who's seen pr- previous is kill them with kindness so i responded and you know and said thank you for sending me your message very honest um but basically that's your opinion i got my opinion but i think calling me scum is pretty out of order he actually responded saying i'd happily walk up and and call you it to your face i didn't rise i didn't i mean i've read you the messages uh Mm, off off air and i just went back and i actually took his argument and made made a counter argument based on his logic mm-hmm. that said well you've been paying in, you've been paying money to this thing and there've been some horrific crimes committed from that organization therefore you support that so does that make you the same it ended up with him kind of apologizing what was interesting was the whole time i realized he thought he was talking to you mm. now regardless of the subject what i found interesting was that somebody took to social media to send a personal message openly knowing that they wanted to call another human being you are scum yeah, yeah. because of an opinion that person's actually shut down their facebook page because i did share it and said if anyone else wants to chime in and he did mm-hmm. say if he ever saw us he'd apologize but it was at no point was i get you know going on social media saying supporting anything particular mm. but it was really interesting that that social media gets us fired up the fact that we'd posted on our page that you know yeah. this episode is about the royal family with expressed an opinion it does it does perpetuate an anger and the fact that we've got all these contrasting opinions bouncing around and people competing it does build resentment this is why i never ever ever post anything to do with politics I never like, I never comment, I never do anything at all when it comes to for politics. In fact, I I snooze people who do that for thirty days because you, know, you do that on Facebook. Yeah. So I just I can't be asked. I can't be asked reading it. It's just sort of rubbish. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, if you are listening, thank you. I am genuine, genuinely interested in some people. I am genuinely interested in yeah, what they're doing and what definitely. they're working on and how they go about their business. And quite, quite a few times, I've I've messaged people and said, "I love what you did there. That was mm. great." I'm always for if you if you post good content, I'll respond to your content in a way that that's that to me is true engagement. Not for the sake of it. Not not just. Well, if I post, oh, I'm just sitting here wondering what my favourite colour is. What's mate, this is, this is, but this is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about people posting where they've been and things they've done and blah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who just seem to feel they need to fill the silence. Yeah. You don't. You can, listen, the world will still be there if you don't post on social media for a few days. Believe me, I know it's happened to me. I came back and, wow, Facebook is still there. Do you know (laughs) what I mean? You don't need to post every day. You really don't. Don't just post just for the sake of posting because you just look odd and you look desperate. You really do look desperate. Yeah, I don't don't care how busy you are. I share fun stuff on my instagram and do you know what the other day i stopped myself because my thought process went like this i went on and i was looking at uh, some notifications on instagram and i reading i was watching some of the reading some of the funny stuff and my brain went actually i think i'd better i think i'd better post something on instagram because i haven't for a couple of days and no. i literally i dropped the phone and i went clayton have a word with yourself seriously you need to post no i don't need to post anything i cannot post anything for a week it shouldn't matter but why did my brain just go i better post that's really interesting 
That yeah. is interesting. And, and it's it was, brilliant that you woke up to it. How we condition ourselves to yeah. feel that we must post things because people need... And, I mean, that we've we've covered this one before. I don't do Facebook Live or Instagram. I know you have done because you've been talking about the project and you've been having a specific thing where it's it like you're sharing information for people who are following that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't do Instagram Live. I don't do Facebook Live. If I have done, it's because I've been at a concert or I've been at a talk and I've been I've like filmed what's been going on. Yeah, yeah. I can't do do all this morning guys hi right so here's my day today i'm going to get a coffee uh but i'm not going to the coffee shop i normally go to i'm going to a different coffee shop <laughs> i'm crazy um <laughs> then i'm going to here and i'm going to do this thing and then i'm going to do this other thing do you know what really i don't I, I, don't, I don't get it's not live tv it's not you're not a tv show if it if it's good for you and maybe it's a way of expressing yourself and you're doing it and you've got no followers, fine. I can turn it off. If I don't want to see that every day, I can turn it off and I've started to now. But this goes back to a weird thing. I was actually compelled to watch them to see how cringy they got Mm. because I like to study the behavior of the path people go down. And it's funny when you see that content, 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 they're not getting the engagement you suddenly see a shift in the mood because it's like look you people i'm doing all of this for you and you're not engaging with me Mm. so then on the other side it's oh my god am i doing enough do you want to see more from me uh click yes or no go to the next slide do you need to what else do you want to see me to talk about what else do you want me to post it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter just go and How do about some just, work. Just use the time that you're on social media. Use that wisely. Get your work done and go and spend some quality time with your other half. Yeah. How about that for a novel idea? Spend time with humans. Spend time with humans. Talking to humans. Uh, when I was away, one again, because I was having a break from social media and you see things very differently with fresh eyes, I could not believe when, when I was out in restaurants and stuff like that that you saw regularly saw groups of people tables of three four five people and the amount of times they were all on their phone at the same time and you just look at it it's almost like you step out of yourself and look at what's going on and i just couldn't help but think how sad does that look how ridiculously sad does that look you've organized to come out to a restaurant you've got yourself all doled up you're sat there and your face is pointing at this little gadget that's your, it your face is lit up by this little like ambient light of, of yeah OS. And, and, yeah and and i saw so many times as well I, there was people who were kind of i remember this one particular woman went when we were out <clears> she was on the table near us she was dressed in the kind of clothing that said look at me look at me you know i mean she was mm. Proper doled up to the nines. Must have taken her days to get ready. <laughs> and while she's sat there, she's kind of, she is literally just looking at her phone. Everybody else around her is actually having a conversation, but she's just looking at her phone. And then somebody says to her, oh, have a, have a picture. So they kind of like sidle up to her. She then looks at the person taking the picture and all of a sudden this, this dowdy face just beams the smile, a most amazing smile. The person finishes taking the picture, the face then just goes, whoom, back down to looking dowdy, head back in the phone again. And you think, how utterly false is that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, honestly, it really, it was a real, it was a good therapy to, to have a break from social media, to see what it really is like. And, and what the hell has happened to people out there that all they do when they go out is have their faces shoved into their phones. Well, something you said to me about the location where you were was somebody was sat in Starbucks yeah, with yeah. their latte, with their name. Oh, my God, they spelt my name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness me. Yeah. Um, big, big problem. Big, big first world problem there. Well, this, and, was Man- this was Manila okay. in the Philippines. And, and you were Just... saying they were sat on, their, sat on their iPhone 11 Pro, yeah, yeah. you know, and sat there with their, with their mocha latte cream with ve- yeah. vegan soya almond milk and whatnot and i think you said there was a family with a newborn baby out on the street sat on cardboard everywhere the poverty was a real shock was not but the hotel i was in doing the stuff was like beautiful hotel absolutely beautiful but literally the minute you stepped outside and this is manila you know so it's a busy place but there's 14 million people living in manila um 
the poverty really sideswiped me. Did not expect it, and it, it really shook me. I've never seen, in all the places I've been, I've never seen poverty like it. But I say, there's a, there was people sat on the uh, inside of Starbucks, and the, you can see the, they're by the window, so you can see them side on, they're on their phones, whatever. So these are the people who've got things. Yeah. On the other side of that glass, literally on the other side of that glass, on the dirty pavement, there was a family of four in threadbare clothing. And, I, and what really kind of like, oh my God, did not expect to see that, was a baby lying on the sheet of cardboard on the pavement where people are walking around and stepping over. And this baby, I kid you not, was no more than two weeks old. No yeah. way was that baby more than two weeks old. How how awful, how terrible. What the hell has gone wrong with the world that you see that? It's so, so sad. But it was like the haves and the have-nots. There was no middle ground. It was the people who have you know, got all this stuff and they're stuffing their faces with food. And there's people that we're walking by who are begging for a bottle of water. They're begging for food and cat. It's just so, so sad. And that it re- and so seeing that and having the break from social media, I guess in some ways it's really made me think differently. Do you it know what I mean? Of, it really has. It, I just find things like that reset your tolerance level. Like, and I and when I speak to my friends about stuff like this, where maybe we'll talk about a specific situation or a specific person, or even something that's becoming um, a trend. You know, mm. like I said, people put something like, "Oh, I'm having a bad day," and then all the engagement. So someone else will put, "Well, actually, if I put, I'm having a bad day, I'll get loads of engagement." But I said, I think part of it as well is an age thing, a generational thing, and mm. I'm not going to go down the millennials and snowflakes and you know, first world problems. But I do think that I'm of an age where I don't need the Gary V's of this world telling me how to live my life. I don't need these watered down gary v's all these watered down experts who are just sort of taking what's above them and, and regurgitating it and pushing yeah, it out and being yeah. the, new, the, the new generational gurus i don't need that in my life i don't need it i've got my kids i've got my job i'm lucky i don't suffer from any of these imposter syndrome things i know exactly i know exactly my my plate i know what i'm good at i know what i can promise i know when to stretch myself and i know when i'm overdoing it i know when to take a break i've got a wife and kids who tell me if i'm if i'm going too far but i've got a balance i'm at an age it's 54 mm. i've got a balance i don't need all that stuff in my life i just mm. i'm just fascinated by how people behave in this new social media generation where it does seem to be that everyone wants to live their life on social media like oh send d- dm me every day send me messages here uh, i'll post i promise i'll post 10 messages a day every day for 100 mm. days and mm. they become a slave to it and it's like to me that's, that's the thing it is people becoming slaves to it yeah yeah that's not you know we're here to earn a living we're here to pay rent and mortgages and bills and everything and travel and you know have the things i don't see that as as making money what i to me that just seems to be a a a big black hole that you could get lost in and find yourself being a busy fool talking to you know whether it's a hundred people or a thousand people Mm. it's like what's coming from it and we 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 had no i can't say this but i i shared a picture with you the other day of someone relatively influential that we both know Yeah, yeah and it and it just said something like make it happen and a, and a picture of them with a phone and it was just really at what point in your career your life you need the picture of that famous person saying make it happen that you you would need that to get through the day you would need mm. that to inspire you to do something because that's just but this, this 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 again is just one of those things of people Having filled, feeling like they need to post something. What can I do to get engagement and likes? I don't know. I'll post something motivational that somebody else came up with. I'll just post it as well. There's, it's like people. I'll just, change one word and put my name under yeah, it, like yeah. I invented it. People want to be. They you know they think they're Obi Wan Kenobi, being really wise and posting stuff. It's like, oh, pack it in. Do you know what I mean? You've gone onto the online, typed into Google motivational quotes. Right, I'll post that one now. Do you know, I love analogies. I actually, I love analogies. One of the things that I thought of when I saw this the other day, 
the vision that I've got in my head because I've said this before about everyone trying to be something on social media is like that World War Z World War mm. Z where they climb up the wall yeah, they get yeah, to yeah. the top of the wall and they'll fall over the other side this kind of these new social media experts insp- inspirationals whatever, <laughs> whatever the word is right it's the albatross goes off flies around and goes and gets the food right and eats it because they go they go off and they listen to Gary V or they read a book by uh the Seth Godin or mm. you know people who have got to a point where you kind of what if they say it? I, I tend to take that as they've got something to back that up mm-hmm. they chew it all up they chew, they chew the fish of advice and then they go and then they fly back to the little ones the little ones who who are 20 20 years old 18 years old and suddenly want everything that a 40 year old has worked their full life to achieve <laughs> but they want it because they did three carousels and two podcast episodes um and the albatross they they'll open their little mouths and the albatross regurgitates into their mouths and and fed them with little bits of regurgitated food that is how i see that process yeah yeah. very every once in a while there will be a person who generally has nailed it their advice Mm. is good and solid it's not constant it's not drivel it's you don't have to keep i mean i'm following i follow gary v just pure entertainment the amount of stuff that bloke posts every single day it's like it feels like it's hourly of him just constantly advice 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 it's tiresome it's really tiresome Um, but it's just it's it's just the way that regurgitated information is fed back into the little the little mouths for feeding and then if they if the albatross doesn't come back these little birds are like what do we do what do we do we're going hungry we're going hungry they can't fend for themselves Mm. again generational thing when i was 16 18 21 25 i had to rely on people Mm. I had to rely on people. I'd go into my dad or my uncle or a, a really good friend or a boss to talk to them and say, Look, have you ever been in this situation? What's your advice? But if you're just going on social media and waiting for the first thing you see that resonates and you're taking that as fact, man, that's dangerous. Mm. Because how do you know that person's qualified? Yeah, yeah. How do you know that person can genuinely give you an answer? They're to just regurgitating it from somewhere else. That's all they're yeah. doing. But my, my attitude has, it's almost like I've been slapped around the face while I was away and it's kind of woke me up to see things because when when uh, when you do see that kind of poverty, which is generally upsetting and you, and you just wish you could help, just you wish you could just wave a magic wand and help it out, but it's just so, so sad to see it. You go out and you see that. You then come back into your hotel room and you just accidentally fall into the trap of, I'll have a quick scroll through social media. And the next thing you know, you see somebody saying, hey, I've just treated myself to the new MacBook Pro 16-inch and it's cost me £3,500. And I've got to say, and ordinarily that wouldn't have bothered me, but I've just seen a, a two-week-old baby on the pavement and then I go and see somebody posting that and I just think, oh, I, I, I'm not going to say it because you'll have to bleep it out. But it yeah. just really, really kind of made me think, why the hell? Listen, I'm I'm actually, here you go, news announcement. Um, I'm going to go back to using Mac in the new year. All right. But I guarantee you, I won't post a picture of it. I'll just use it. That's all I need. You know, that's all I need to do. I like Windows. I also like Mac. However... Having given Windows over the last couple of years a fair crack at the whip, I have realized that Windows isn't good for me. It doesn't suit me, Mm. all right? Whereas I know, having used Mac, Mac for me tended to just do what it's supposed to do. That works. That that is fit for purpose for me. So that's why I'm moving over. I don't hate Windows. I don't love Mac. I just know that Mac is more suited. Woo, there you go. You sure? Are you sure, sure you want to? That's the reason. That's you, the reason. And I'm sure not... that people. Are, oh, you're going back. I knew you'd go back. Oh, you shouldn't have gone to Windows. See, I told you. No, listen. 48 years of age, brain in my head, and I can think for myself. I'm quite happy to try this stuff out and think. Right, okay, I've tried it now. I know now why that isn't good for me. I yeah. need to now go over to this because they've changed the way they're building them. What they're building now is suitable for me. But I won't be posting pictures showing off, saying, "Look what I'm. Look what I've just spent on this." Do you know well, it's what like, I mean? It's like the camera manufacturer thing where you you started on Nikon, then you went to Canon, yeah. then you went to Sony because you picked a machine that's fit for purpose. Fit for purpose, yeah. When I see people do that whole, like, 
oh man the 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 argument of windows versus mac when people get on their high horse is about as interesting as when people go oh i hate adobe subscription model wow 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 i'm sticking to cs4 fine get on with it brilliant good good for you because so I don't know what Adobe, the point is. Adobe aren't crying that you are not going over. I, I saw, I saw, I saw a member of Adobe the other day, and they they certainly weren't sat in the corner sobbing because someone said, "No, stuff them. I'm on CS4. I'm on, I'm still on my stolen version. I'm not paying for this." <laughs> yeah. That's another argument. But yeah. this is the thing: we pick tools that are, that are fit for purpose and um, and that give give us a living. We pick the tools that are, enable us to work the best we can. We buy stuff we can afford, hopefully, and not pay on the never-never. We work hard with the tools to be able to earn. So, I, you know, I've said to someone, uh, we've just gone to not a subscription model at work. We've, we, it's an annual service plan. So, basically, we give you all the plugins for a very low price. Mm-hmm. And you pay for the upgrades and all the new stuff. And at the end of that year, if you don't want to renew, you keep what you've got. Mm-hmm. We don't stop it. We don't turn it off. We don't take it away. Wow. What we're saying is the day before your your one-year plan, and we're talking about £99. Our stuff used to be 600 quid, and there was always updates and, and plugins and things that you'd have to pay on top for if it was a major change. Mm-hmm. We now do it for 99 quid. You get everything we make. You get everything new we make. You get every update. It, it, if, if Catalina comes out, it works with Catalina. If Adobe change the like new version of Illustrator, it will work with that. We just keep giving you stuff all the year. On the day before the annual plan finishes, whatever version of the operating system you're on and whatever version of Adobe software you're on, those those plugins will continue to work even if you don't pay on those two things now if if apple bring out a new operating system which costs us a ton, ton of money to re-engineer everything mm. and then adobe go and change illustrator which means we have to pay for more engineering is we're not going to give that away for free because i like my job i like mm. being paid and there's mm. only a small bunch of people so what we say to you is if you want all the new stuff and your stuff to work with the new things you just pay another 99 pounds It'll take you six years on that plan before it got to the cost it used to be. Mm. Oh, man, you should see some of the messages we get. It's like vicious. Yeah. Well, you're happy to pay for Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Disney Plus. Oh, Mm. Mandalorian, Baby Yoda. Yeah, you're paying to watch that. That's called a subscription. Mm. That's the thing you pay for that takes time away from you from working. But when it comes to the tool that makes you money, well, I'm not paying for the thing that makes me money. I want to go and pay for the. I want to go and pay for Baby Yoda. So, but how do they have time to watch Netflix when they're so busy? Ah, uh, well, it's because it's drip fed into their brain. They have a chip in oh, in their right. head. Right. Okay. okay. Oh dear. We could. This could be a two-hour episode. Oh, I could. I, 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 know, I know why. I know why I've had to talk about this. It's because I've had a real um, eye opener, yeah, eye opening experience in in the Philippines. I really have, and it's it, it affected me and the people I was with quite a lot. It really did. I, I I say to our kids, especially our kids, when they're kind of whining, they can't have something. Is not that we force feed them into watching all the documentaries about Africa and, you know, things around the world. We are becoming very world aware at the moment. Mm. But because of social media, because of that Greta Thunberg talking about um, climate change and everything, it's really weird how this this generation has more information at their fingertips about the state of their planet. And, and I'm not going political route here. This is just an informational thing. Mm. We're seeing things happening to our world that this generation my kids are going to grow up into they are seeing this information of all these poor people around the world it's two it's going to be 2020 next year and there are still two week old babies living on cardboard Mm. you know in the street how you can have the audacity to sit and moan that starbucks misspelt your name on a cup or you didn't get enough likes on a picture mm. or just, you know, some bullshit first world problem is like, come on, this social, this social media, this, 
are here to show you the world we live in at the moment. I know for a fact you're going to get people saying, well, look, I know that's going on around the world, but does that mean say I can't have this then? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, Make you can. Feel good you can have it. And yet if you want to get the new this, that and the other and the latest this, that and the other, then fine, get it. But why do you need to post on it to show off that you've got it? We don't need to see it. The people who are struggling certainly don't need to see it because it's going to make them feel even worse. Just you get it, use it, and get on. If you get a piece of equipment, what I'd be interested to know is after two or three weeks after you've bought it, if you just did, if you posted, just wanted to share a bit of information with you. I, I actually just upgraded to the new MacBook Pro, and I just wanted to give a couple of pros and cons about if you're thinking of getting one for your business. Uh, so you know a friend of mine last night I went out for a meal with he showed me the new iPhone 11 Pro now they don't have the home button and he was showing me how you get so used to hitting the home button that now it, when you want to to like turn something off you have to kind of like double tap and swipe and turn things off and it was funny we're mm. sitting there and oh my god I can't press the button anymore I have to do this <laughs> it's uh, and it actually made me think actually do you know I'm, i get because of muscle memory i get so used to operating a piece of equipment like a camera or a mac or a computer like when the escape button went off the keyboard it actually him showing me that and how fiddly it was made me think i'm not going to get it yet mm. I, it wasn't that hey look i've just bought the new iphone it actually showed me a, f- a feature that would take a little while to get used to. I'll, so, tell, I'll tell you who else has done a review recently on that subject, mate, because I know I've said about people getting the MacBook Pro 16, which, yeah. which I'm going to have to get, you know what I mean? I just, I'm, I'm but, probably going to get one next year. Yeah, yeah, but the mine's thing, 2011. Colin Smith, <laughs> Colin Smith did a video recently, our friend Colin Smith, who runs yeah. Photoshop Cafe, top fella. He posted that he'd got it, but good old Colin, what he did was, after having it for a short while, he's then just done a superb video user's review pros and cons likes and dislikes on youtube on his channel it's a brilliant video because i thought i'm really interested in getting it now i know i'm gonna to have to get it but what does colin think because colin colin's got feet in both camps he does have a sister a window system i know that he's got one of those he's also got a mac system and it was really interesting to see the things he was saying about the new computer and things that are a kind of spec that he he had for it because he can get like eight terabytes of internal storage. And he said, well, what's the point? And he went for the one terabyte storage but upgraded other things. And it was I thought it was a super video. And having seen it, I thought, actually, yeah, I, I'm kind of happy with going down that route now. This was, this was Colin posting to say he'd got it, but following it up with... Right now, I want to tell you about it, which is brilliant. Some, Absolutely yeah, brilliant. Rather useful. than just saying, hey, I've just brought this. <laughs> and then what would be funny is, <laughs> oh, God, this episode is just, I, I wonder <laughs> if we should even put it out. <laughs> is This is the difference, right? Is If you went off and bought the Mac Book Pro or whatever yeah. on a similar spec because it suited your business, yeah. and then you sort of posted a week or so, having watched Colin's thing, I decided to pull the plug and go and get it because the pros were good and the cons I could deal with. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually finding it really good. And some of the things Colin said were really good. I didn't agree with that, but blah, blah, blah. Colin would not go and post something on Instagram saying, hey, one of my followers went and bought um, a Mac and they're, they're, do it, they're doing some really good, like their workflow's better, um, all because of me. Yeah, Colin would I'm, send me a message saying, glad the video helped. Yeah, That's but he wouldn't do. post something on Instagram no. taking credit no. for, you know where I'm going with this. I do know where it's you're like, going yeah. with this. It's like, yeah. if, I, if I help you with one thing, does that mean I, I get to claim you as one of my successes no it doesn't but (laughs) but let's not go there Uh, let's not go there this could be yeah we definitely wouldn't put the episode out if you stuck with us this far well this is well well done done. this is just two old men you have literally you have literally been down the pub with me and dave you have this is what it would be like yeah in fact after a three-week break yeah if you were down the pub with us there'd there'd be the uh what 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 do they call uh under uncovered you would get oh, yeah. he shoots he yeah. draws uncovered he shoots well, he draws uncovered we'd yeah. go into specifics but like i said this episode's going to be called uh old glenn and david I, I had to and, i had to sort of i don't want i hope this doesn't come across as a really moany episode it's just observations at the way that me and you would talk together about observations because you know like i said it was i have had a real eye opener 
Yeah. And uh, it, it made, and because I was taking that break, it just made me look at social media for what it was. I love groups. I love seeing my friends posting stuff about where they're going, things they're doing, uh, my family doing the same thing. But groups, if you're finding that you're really starting to get really annoyed with social media, it's just noise, join some groups that are in involved in interests that you like. I mean, I you know, me and the, the veterans thing, there's some amazing groups out there involved in, like the Normandy yeah. Veterans Family and Friends is one, uh, the Bristol uh, Normandy Veterans Association is another one. Just brilliant sites that I go to because it's a, a common interest. Well, also, they have admins. They yes. have admins who police, who curate the information yeah, yeah, yeah. to make it to make it valuable, and that's yeah. so much nicer. Yeah. And and if and if you are sitting there listening to us and going, Clayton, stop going on about your book. Sorry, but I am going to go on about my See, book. Right, it took you long enough. <laughs> but I oh, know <laughs> I've been so busy. Right. <laughs> but do you know what, mate? Now I finished it. I've got no clients. I've got a couple of writing gigs I do. I'm actually enjoying spending time. Kicking around the house with the kids, join my work. Don't don't say that though. Just post that you're really busy. Oh, we'll do. Yeah. In fact, I might go and make a cup of tea in a minute and post a picture of the tea. Oh, fantastic! Just, to, just yeah. to inspire, and with and I'll go and I'll go and Google some wise words, change one word, and just put put, put my name under it like I just came up with it. Because, yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's, that's the kind of guy I am. And then and then underneath it, put send help. Yeah, swipe. I hate, I hate it when people do that. Send no. help. I'll do. Um, I just made myself a cup of tea. What's your favourite hot drink? Go. Yeah. I wish you would. I wish you would go. <laughs> I wish you would go. I wish you would go. Anyway. So that's what this podcast. It's going to be last orders soon. We better go. Yeah. That's what th- this podcast. We should do. We should do a last. We should do one called last orders. Where last it's orders. The stuff afterwards. But. Mm. This is what we always wanted the podcast to be. This podcast was started because me and Glenn used to have these conversations and we just thought maybe once or twice it might be interesting to listen to for someone else. If only one person listens to this podcast, I really don't care. I don't care with this. This is me and you having a catch-up. But if, if somebody's yeah. decided to listen, then great. Absolutely brilliant. Welcome to the conversation, kind of. Yeah, and but, if you decide not to listen to us anymore, which we promise you we're not like this every week. <laughs> we do, no, we're not. We, we just we need do have it. sensible. But this was just a very long, outstanding catch-up where me yeah. and Glenn just needed to have a bit of a... And listen, be thankful. We could have pressed record a lot sooner because we talked for a good hour and 15 minutes before we even started this. Yeah, true. Mm. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. If you do <laughs> love it, if, if you do love us, here's, here's some little things we'd like you to do. Mm-hmm. And, and preparing for episode 100 oh good man so we're on social media he shoots he draws we've got a website he shoots he draws.com uh, you can follow Glyn at Glyn Dewis on all social media platforms you can mm-hmm. follow his project 3945 portraits on all social media oh I'm, my, my picture's oh, your gone your battery's exhausted oh, <laughs> I still think, I think our listeners are exhausted <laughs> <laughs> um if you do enjoy the podcast and this hasn't put you off this week, we would really appreciate if you could leave comments, feedback on iTunes, because even if it's something you want us to do or cover, uh, we did. I did do a little image a while back saying we'd like to do an episode that's a Q&A. If you've got any questions you want us to a- answer, just send questions in to us. Mm. If, we, uh, if we do this episode 100 and we do have a little giveaway we will probably do what we did before and say you're only going to stand a chance of winning if you can leave feedback yeah. somewhere or share the episode or such just something why you love he shoots he draws or your favorite episode or you know just something like that just so we can see what you like what you don't like and if it's stuff you don't like, don't call us scum. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll nice. just kill you with kindness. Yeah, we'll kill you with kindness. We're nice people, really. Do you remember the old days when you used to get bad feedback and you'd edit the comments? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you yeah. for listening. And uh, we will be back next week, hopefully with uh, quite a cool interview. If that mm. doesn't go ahead or there's any problems, um, got a backup plan got another guest lined up so we'll go for that and then we will be back uh then on the 23rd of december monday 23rd december episode 100 
God knows what we're going to talk about, but I think we're going to talk about our best bits. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, so definitely, far. Just definitely. Something, something uplifting. Yes. Um, we'll talk about how busy we've been over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Tell you some things so, we've brought. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but in the meantime, uh, if you're looking for a book for Christmas for your designer friends, there's the Photoshop workbook. There's Photograph Like a Thief. Oh, bless you. There's, if you're a photographer, Make Great Photos by Alan Hess. Yes. And if you're a graphic designer or a photographer or anybody that makes your own stuff and you're scared of InDesign, be scared no more. I've written a book called How Do I Do That in InDesign with Rocky Nook. It's on Amazon. It's I can't available. wait to get hold of that. It's available now. It's starting to be shipped. I'm very proud of it. it took me a long time. <laughs> did it's it. Put it it's going to put shoes on my kids feet uh, if i make a little bit of money it'll be fine i'm not going to post me in bling jewelry sit in the back of a ferrari mm. <laughs> but um yeah that's it that's us that's this week that's good you, you got anything you want to finish with no not really otherwise i feel a lot better now i feel like this has been a little bit of therapy Nice. Uh, I needed the catch-up. It's been so long since me and you have had a catch-up. I know, I, I know no, you can't see me now because the battery's gone. It's a blessing. But I am still here. I am still fully clothed. It is like it is like you're sat in a pitch black room. <laughs> and the lights are gone. Actually, the camera's working fine. The lights have gone off in the house. That's what it is. <laughs> That's because Glyn's not put his 10p in the meter. <laughs> right. All right. Let's That's call it. it. us. Yeah, last orders. I'm going to go have one more pint and uh, we'll see you next nice week. One. Cheers, folks. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording. Anyway, let's go. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot yeah. about that. It's going to be good. Right, ready? Uh, I'm ready. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Okay. That was the manila smog cough I've had. Was it? Yeah. Right. Three, two, one.